Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to want my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. In this episode, I want to talk about fetish gear and the debate on whether pup hoods and diapers are considered to be fetish gear. This debate was prompted recently when the app Bark, a social app for furries, told its users that photos with pup hoods had to be placed in their after-dark profile, because to them, pup gear is considered to be fetish gear. People commented on Twitter, saying that they felt like pups were being singled out, and many brought up the point that pup hoods could be worn in non-sexual ways. One user brought up that policies like this perpetuate the issue that pup hoods are seen exclusively sexual. Others brought up that there is a lot of crossover between kinks, such as pups, furries, and ABDLs. Crib the Rebel on Twitter said that pups outraged that pup masks are considered fetish gear need to have a chat with incontinent ABDLs who have been falsely misrepresented in kink cultures since the dawn of online social interactions. So I wanted to open the debate up for my followers. I posted two polls on my social medias. Are pup masks considered to be fetish gear? And are diapers considered to be fetish gear? Followers had the choice on Twitter to vote yes, no, or situational. Many of you brought up that pup masks and diapers can be worn in non-sexual ways. Some brought up that, to them, pup hoods are more sexual than diapers, and others said it really depends on context. Max on Instagram shared their opinion on the poll in an audio message. Um, depends on how you interpretate it, interpretate, interpretate it, really, because a pup mask can be a fetish if you, um, yeah, how do you say that, when you're part of the, the kink or the BDSM or whatever community you are, and when you um, practice that as well, and when you play like that as well, but if it's not sexual for you, and if it's really um, regressing, but then regressing as a, as a puppy or a dog or whatever, then I don't really see that as a fetish or a kink. If you don't get excited from it, if you don't do it for pleasure, like sexual pleasure, or to to get horny or whatever i don't see it as a fetish or a kink because then i always have the picture of sex stuff like that when you talk about a kink and a fetish because you get a kick out of it and for diapers it can be both for me it's most it's for the most a, a, a lifestyle if it wasn't just a lifestyle i wouldn't go out in public in diapers and in a, a, a onesie and an overalls you know if it was a fetish i wouldn't do that because that's something you don't do outside in public but for me it isn't always a fetish it's for me a fetish when i'm with a really cute guy or my boyfriend if i had one and it was and we were in bed stuff like that then the fetish part would co- come in but during the day, really, it's regressing for me. It's really going back to a early stage of my childhood so I can cope with all of my everyday problems and my autism. And that has nothing to do with a kink or a fetish 
as well. My page here on Instagram isn't also uh, kink or fetish based. My fetish and kink side, that's um, all the things I post on my just for fans. As for the results, on Instagram, 91% said pup masks are fetish gear and 9% said they were not. And 78% said diapers are fetish gear and 22% said they were not. On Twitter, 54% voted yes, pup masks are fetish gear. 11% said no, and 35% said it depends on the situation. For diapers, 33% said yes, that diapers are fetish gear. 11% said no, and 56 said it depends on the situation. I will note that most of my followers are ABDLs, and that may have an impact on the results. But I wanted to dive deeper on why some of us use the words kink and fetish interchangeably. According to the dictionary, fetish has two main definitions, an object believed to have magical powers to protect or aid, or the other definition is an object or body part whose real or fantasized presence is a psychologically necessary for sexual gratification. Kink is defined as an unconventional sexual taste or behavior. So to me, they are both rooted by these definitions in sex, which makes having this debate so open-ended. So on Sunday, I hosted a Zoom call to get other people's opinions. Fetish gear, kink gear, are diapers considered fetish gear? Um, I do think they are considered fetish gear um, from my perspective, but I do think that it is based on every individual's perspective, which is, again, why you're having an open Zoom call about this um, for each and every individual person to weigh in on what their opinion is. But from my own perspective, for me, it is fetish gear. However, for somebody else, it might be both. Um, Because I know that there's other people in the community that do need to wear diapers, um, but yet they embrace them as sort of also a sexual thing, which I think is really fucking awesome. Because again, these are grown ass adult people that are like, hey, I'm incontinent, but guess what? That's still hot. That's still sexy. Like, I'm still sexy. And I think it's really empowering and really cool. Um, Right. And and it sounds like that was everyone's kind of like reaction to this quick little poll was that everyone's like, well, what, you know, diapers are for some people, you know, if they're incontinent, it's not a sexual thing. It could be, but like in the forefront, it's just, you know, I have to wear these. No, right. Which, you know, when I thought about, all right, what about pups, you know, you don't have to wear a pup mask for medical reasons, but I think it can go back to the whole, you know, for mental health or or for fashion. Which is also some discourse about that as well. That like, like, oh, wear puppets for fashion. I I don't find either of them sexual. I just enjoy doing it. It makes me feel safe. So you think, so you think diapers and pup masks, Dylan, uh, are you would you would highlight them under situational or you would just say no they're just what wear what you want well it's like you know like you can find anything sexual mm-hmm. and so like you know some people find underwear sexual but you know nine percent of the population doesn't so that's the same way that i look at vipers and puppets you know i just enjoy wearing them because i just enjoy wearing them they're comfortable and you know that's for me, you know, is the forefront of it. How it's for me. What about for so the whole reason I brought this up is because a couple of days ago a app um, called Bark said that they weren't going to allow pup masks because they're considered fetish gear and it caused a whole uproar. Dylan, do you think that dating apps and hooking apps should they allow if they're kink based should allow 
putt masks? Um, yes, because one, you can look at like if if you're going to put your pup like a pup face onto like anything, that's you trying to show the other people that like, hey, this is me, and I'm proud of who I am. And it doesn't like I said, it doesn't have to be sexual. It's just trying you. It's you showing who you really are because you're proud of who you are. And when you go like, oh, you can't do that, you're you're kind of king shaming them and like making them feel less of a person. Right. Yeah, because it could be with like underwear, right? Like I'm pretty sure we all have a sexy pair of underwear that we would love to show off. <laughs> that bitch is snotting her head. I am. Uh, I have quite a few pairs. So Right. And when I think about it like on Grinder, I mean like how many speedos or how many underwear have we have we seen? And the thing is we also see so much leather on Grinder. Like you could say that that's fetish. Like if a guy's wearing, you know, a leather jacket and leather cap, it's like, okay, cool. Well, that's fetishy, but those aren't being taken down either. Right. I know. Yeah. And it, it made me, when I was thinking about this today, I was like, is it mostly like, like, does, does it just take time for a fetish to become normalized to then it not be considered so hypersexual? I, I do think that's the theory um, by a lot of people. I feel bad because I'm myself, I'm speaking from a place of being a newbie within this particular kink community. Um, but from what I gather, that is what has happened, especially with the leather community and what's going to happen to the pup community or is happening to the pup community. There is a little bit of backlash. However, because I think that pups are being seen more and more often and you can't really get rid of pups and a lot of people are being more interested in pup play. Um, I think that there is going to be a lot, lot wider of an acceptance of it. I think that people are starting to come around to the idea because they are being sort of like, not like forced forced, but you know, you can't really escape seeing pups in, you know, adult spaces per se. Like, like you said, this is a dating app. So obviously no one under 18 is going to be on there. Um, but you're going to, be, you're going to see it at some point um, because you're on a dating app. Things are, more likely than not going to get sexual. And mm -hmm. so that's just a possibility. Um, and like Dylan said, it's part of who he is. And, you know, it's not, um, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing, but like it's, it can be part of someone's identity. And I think that is very crucial in seeing that in other, like, you know, spaces and places. Right. And I, and I should make this very clear. The, the app we're talking about, they, they didn't say you couldn't post these pictures. They were just like, you have to keep them in your, after dark profile or after dark album which i'm guessing is like recon right like it's just a private album that you can gain someone access to at a later time welcome care bear to the conversation do you have an opinion on uh fetish gear are diapers or pup hoods considered fetish gear oh they'll chat here yeah what's your opinion and i'll read it out loud to the group um no, it, while Care Bear is typing that out, one of the things that I thought was interesting was I looked up the Webster definition of fetish, and there's two definitions. One is an object beloved, believed to have magical powers uh, to protect or aid someone, or the other one is an object or body part whose who's, uh, real or fan fantasized presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification. Which and so... That's the big part is you have because you have to look up the difference the difference between um, kink and fetch because that's because fetch 
things like you get smashed into the same category mm-hmm. and there needs to be a line of like what's actually kind of kinky and like just because it's taboo versus um something that's a fetish for you right and so that's why i personally kind of liked the first medieval i'll call it a medieval definition of kind of like just an object that has magical powers because to me you know when i put on a diaper um i'm becoming right i'm becoming uh not i'm not becoming a diaper by any way or shape or form but right i'm bestowing on myself a different persona and I think I, I can't speak for pups, but I would say it would be the same thing, right? When you put on a pup hood, you're bestowing upon yourself a different persona, right? You would probably want to be called whatever your pup persona is, or even for furries, right? When they put on their furry out furry um, suits, you know, they're probably want to be identified as their fur personas. So yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but then it kind of, but then I looked up because, you know, I got a lot of responses about you know oh this is considered a kink or this is considered a fetish and i feel like we use those terms interchangeably right like what's the difference between a kink and a fetish and when you look up the webster dictionary there's not really much of a difference the kink definition so, is, um, an unconvention- is an unconventional sexual taste or behavior so according to webster dictionary they're both kind of rooted in sex so the difference is a kink doesn't have to be a se- it doesn't have to be sexualized because um griffy and i like spent like a whole week trying to like find it so we went through a whole bunch of like different like psychology journals and stuff mm-hmm. to, that focused on kink versus fetish and the difference was a kink doesn't have to be a sexual thing for you to climax in it just is something that, that you enjoy doing that can be sexual or non-sexual Versus a fetish that has to be a sexual thing for you to climax. Right, but then there there lies the rub with these with these dating apps, right? If it's considered highly sexual, and we're saying you know um, if diapers on some situations can be considered sexual, are they allowed on these apps? It's like this vicious game of circle. But then again, we also go back to the whole, you know, um, it's all situational. Care Bear has written in the chat, fetish gear is something I normally will wear to events and kink events. I'm always aware of my area, which brings up a good point, right? It brings up, you know, it's context clues. You know, should I wear a diaper with no pants on to the grocery store? Probably not. Not the great place to wear a diaper in public. But like if I go to a kink event or if I go to Claw or if I go to Lobo that's coming up, uh, totally fine to wear a diaper. It's all about context clues. I do have something to say going back to you being like, oh, like, should these be allowed on dating apps? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm going to reiterate like, oh, like this is a dating app. Everybody there is over 18. And again, using kink and fetish interchangeably, but also still, you know, Keeping away, keeping you know your mind aware that like, hey, both definitions are um, related to um, sexual identity and also sexual experiences. Um, again, you're on a dating app. More likely than not, you are going to be having a sexual experience. And I think that you know having pictures of yourself in your kink slash fetish gear um, is helpful in sort of like it's sort of a sense of consent 
of like, mm-hmm. hey, like this is what I'm into. And then if you click on my profile and then if you want to ask me about it or if I hit you up from my profile and then you're like, hey, I'm so sorry, I'm not into that, then it's a way to sort of like sort out the one, the people that you would like to meet up with versus the people that you do not want to meet up with. And I think it's a very helpful way to do it. And I think that in my opinion, they they should be allowed on it. And again, like I said before, it depends on context. Like if it's, which is, I think the, the part that is going to be tricky is that like mm-hmm. what fetishes slash kinks can be allowed and what aren't going to be allowed. Like, can I post a picture of myself, you know, in a diaper? Um, yeah, sure. People, a lot of people are going to say yes, but like, should I post a picture of myself, you know, like covered in guns? Will people be, you know, upset at that? Right. You did bring up an interesting point and what came to mind was like, oh, you know, there's informed consent when you go on a dating app that it'll eventually become sexual. Even if maybe you don't want it to be, there should always be like this sense of like, okay, at any point in time, I could get a dick pic at any chance. I guess the question is, these are profile pictures. So should I be faced with seeing diapers and pup masks when I open this app? Yes. Uh, Yeah. The reason why is, (laughs) so like, um, cause I have a grinder account and, um, it literally has a picture of me with a pup hood on and a diaper. And to me, that's the best, that's the fastest way to weed out something so quick, because if you don't like it, you're going to look at it and go, nah, it's not me. And then, you know, pop off. If you got questions, you'll t- send me a message. Or if you're really interested and you are part of it, dude, you'll send me a message. And right. that's the, that's, I, I usually will use like dating apps and stuff to like find other people in my area that are into the same kink. Because then they're, one makes me feel not alone. And then two, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, I didn't realize that, you know, you're this close. We should become friends. Right. And I think that's what makes these apps so important. And I think that's why like more and more apps that are, that are, you know, more accepting of different kinks, because it ultimately, we're all just trying to find other people that are, that are part of our kink, part of our communities. And it's hard to do that when you have apps like Grindr, and you have other apps that are saying like, no, you cannot present your authentic self first and foremost. And it doesn't even have to be sexual, right? Like, I'm pretty sure we've all taken non-sexual diaper pictures, you know, just sitting there smiling or something. And we all probably have sexualized diaper pictures, you know, there, I feel like, in, in that sense, it's intention, right? I think if the profile picture's intentions were non-sexual, maybe it would be a little bit better. Uh, thank you, C, for co- coming to the conversation. Uh, what's your opinion on fetish gear? If you don't wanna go on the audio, feel free to type your answer in the chat. Dylan, have you found other pups through Grinder without explicitly saying you are a pup? Or do you say you you are a pup on? So mine says diaper pup. And like I said, my, my, my profile picture has me with a, um, a half, um, one of the half hoods on mm-hmm. with a, you know, I, I want to make this clear, like a clean, freshly padded diaper on versus like something that's like about to explode. <laughs> um, and, you know, I get tons of messages of people like one just asking questions, but I have found other like, pups and um their friends who are also pups or um pad butts or pups and they're like oh my gosh you know like we should hang out and stuff so i've met like 
eight new people within like the past like three weeks of who didn't realize like there were others around them. Right. That bitch, what you got? Um, I actually have two things because I, I also want to like go back to like, oh, like non-sexual diaper pics thing. But first for the photos on uh, Grindr and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I like to keep my profile mainly like open. Like being like, oh, look, I look vanilla, but like surprise, you dig deeper, I'm not. <laughs> um, but I do have a picture of like, if you know, you know. And that's of me in just a Tykeables romper, which I do like... Um, to wear like my onesies and rompers along with like big boy clothing pieces because I really like ABDL style because that works very well with my own gender identity um, along with the kawaii style because a lot of them have like, you know, masculine silhouettes along with more masculine kawaii sort of um, patterns on it. Mm-hmm. And so I do like wearing them as vanilla stuff. However, um, I took a picture of me in a jock strap with my romper over it. And I put it on my grinder and there are some guys that are like, hey, so is that a Tykeables romper? And I'm like, oh, okay, so you know. Okay, awesome. And so then we can have that conversation about, hey, yeah, I'm also an ABDL. Are you ABDL? And then we have that, you know, conversation to get it rolling. Um, and so it's, it's kind of like, hey, like, you know, secret ABDL. But going back to like, oh, are all your diaper pictures sexual? Yes. Would you, I'm gonna be consider, completely- would you consider all diaper pictures sexual? No. Um, cause I know that again, there's a lot of people that just, you know, post their own diaper pictures that, you know, you know, it, that they don't, they don't want people to jerk off to them necessarily. And mm-hmm. if it happens, it happens. Whereas with me, I'm like, no, I want to make sure that I look hot in these diapers. I want to make sure that at least three people jerk off to my photos. <laughs> and you make sure it happens. Um, no, you, brought I, up- I do, I do. Yes. You, you message them secretly. <laughs> um, no, do. you brought up a good point. And I've said this literally ever since they've came out the little abu hats are like the perfect vanilla way of saying oh, yeah. abdl and i've always yeah, said that abu should like they should really have a space on their website that's like you know missed connections from like the old craigslist days where like oh, yeah. i saw this oh, yeah. hat at this location at this time who are you yeah and <laughs> i, I think I mean, I'm from the Craigslist days. I would totally go on that website and be like, okay, well, I wonder if anyone saw me today, right? Because you bring up a good point. Like that is the most, I guess you could say vanilla way of saying I'm ABDL without saying no, yeah, yeah. I'm ABDL. Yeah, which I have done that before. I haven't had anybody come up to me, but I have like noticed like little sort of things in the wild. Um, again, one of my girlfriends, uh, she... Not, I, Again, I not my actual girlfriend, girlfriend, but like, you know, girl that is a friend. Yes. But um basically, um, she sent me pictures and then they were like, Hey, yeah, like, look at my new bottle, isn't it cute? Like it's got like deco all over it. And I'm like, Oh, that is so cute. Wait, is that a tenant night bottle? And then they're like, oh, How do you know that? And I'm like, Oh, oh, and that's how we, you know, figured each other out. And that happened again with another friend, um, when I was on a Zoom call with her, and this was during class. Uh-huh. and well, it was like a zoom class and then um she looked at my shirt and she private messaged me being like is that a tycoon shirt and then i'm like oh my god she knows um but yeah again right. little things happening in the wild like if again if you know you know and then you're like okay yes yes like right it's, it's like a fun little like that's yeah. happened to me with playtime stuff like 
my coworker, one of my coworkers um, saw my shoes mm-hmm. and they're like, is that from Playtime? Bitch. <laughs> I'm outed. Yeah. And then I've seen like, I've seen customers and stuff with like some of the stuff on and I'm like, oh, I love your sweatshirt. Oh, I love your, I love your t-shirt. Like, what'd you get? Whose code did you use? <laughs> right. So I guess there are, because someone in the chat asked, you know, what, what other ways could you identify yourself as ABDL that's not ABDL clothing? And right now we have the Taika Bulls short alls. I, that was, that's one that I can think of is the short alls. I wear those out in public and I'm always secretly like, I wonder if anyone notices. There's the hats. Um, I've always thought if you could put your keys on like a pacifier. Have you seen that? Have you seen like the hanky? code um keychains with like they're like little hanky codes it was like um like the kid keychains and they were they would just use the um the colors off that and like put on their around their like little hoop no i haven't seen that yeah Ooh, you should see it i mean it's it's in the it's in the gay dl facebook group it's a very (laughs) cute meme Oh, like going back to like the hanky code and then you have like a little like you know baby key rattly kind of thing and they have that hanging from their jeans instead of a handkerchief yeah so cute i have a question and it will lead up to another question have on these apps that we all are thinking of tinder grinder scruff all of them have we seen any um not leather, what, uh, uh, spandex, not spandex. Oh, what is latex. Latex, there we go. That's yes. the word I'm thinking of. Yes, have you I seen have. Prof- Okay, so if we've seen profiles with latex, they that one company just came out with a latex opening for your diaper, which is going, blowing up Twitter and stuff. Could Do you think that would be appropriate on these apps, right? It has the already approved latex. I'm just adding a diaper to it. Do you think they this would be approved on these on these so-called dating apps? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's like that weird like gray area of like, ha, I'm going within your own terms. Mm-hmm. Now fight me. Now fight me. Yeah. I mean, I I to me, everything sexual is a gray area, right? Like, no, there's no rules to being a pup. There's no rules to being and ABDL, the whole thing's gray. And I think, you know, when these dating apps or when these social, these social um, groups try to dictate like what is allowed and what isn't, yes, they're coming from a point of safety, but also, you know, there's so much gray area. How do you, how do you control all that gray area? Oh, in my head, the way I, I've always looked at how to do things, because I do this with Instagram and Twitter. If I'm going to post on Instagram, it the question first off is, is this PG thirteen? Mm-hmm. And so if it's PG thirteen, I'm like, okay, I can post it. And if I can post it on to you know a social media that's PG thirteen, mm-hmm. I should have all legal right then to post on Grinder and stuff and have no problem with it. If that makes sense. That makes sense. I believe it um no i have this i have the same way of thinking about it my whole thing is like i try to keep my instagram very like artsy photos while my twitter is just a cesspool of uh 
things that I enjoy and retweet and it's like. My, it's my just for fans. <laughs> in bio. <laughs> yes, go check it out. <laughs> Got to make that money. Um, that bitch, are you gonna buy that? Are you gonna buy that spandex suit? I'm just trying to save up for other latex items because um, Newsy knows me in real life and knows that I love like dolls and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really want to get some hot pink latex, like, well, yeah, latex rubbery sort of um, pants Mm -hmm. and a jacket and have them entirely in hot pink, possibly lined in like bright orange. Uh, so I can basically be like the male version of Polly Pocket from the 2000s. So oh. I like, I like, I feel bad because like, I really like certain kinks as like sort of like a fashion statement because I think they're really, really fun. Like I love leather is like, you know, both a kink and also fashion because there's something sexy about the look of it, not just the feel, but like, you know, the aesthetic of it because um, I love like, I feel bad, but like, I love like the whole like, 80s sort of style of like gayness and like being gay in the 80s um you know sounds age age crisis but you know i mean obviously we need to acknowledge that but i mean like you know in the perfect world um perfect fantasy world um of just like ooh like sexy gay 80s shit um i just picture a lot of leather and that's what i really like um but the latex is just kind of like ooh you know like fun little stuff right but the latex diaper exposed thing i would like to get after i get um other latex items in my wardrobe first right and think about how many people would be more open to let's say abdl if they saw it on these apps right absolutely absolutely then people like what you said um you know, they would ask questions and then they would get curious mm-hmm. and maybe they would be into it or maybe they're looking for someone who may be into it. Like I've had someone reach out to me on Twitter saying like, I don't know what it's like to wear a diaper, but it sounds interesting. Can you tell me more about it? Right. Yeah. It sparks curiosity when you see other things and it goes back to that whole, you know, that's why representation matters is because mm-hmm. then you can see it and then, you know, it might because tickle, tickle your fancy. I haven't been in diapers that long. Um, I got I got into the fetish in November of 2019 and that was because I saw like hot guys in diapers like I thought previously this was a like sissy like that the only type of ABDL there was out there was like ABDL sissies and that like it was predominantly with female identifying people in the kink but then I'm like oh wow I saw a whole other side to it that I'm like this is really fun this is really hot and then I got way interested into it and obviously i'm here um but it's just really cool to also hear the stories of other people um who've been you know into diapers and also in diapers um for like you know 20 plus years and it's just really awesome and really cool to hear everybody and hear how the progression of the kink has come and is going because again like i've heard stories from my daddy specifically because he also wears diapers um and he was like, yeah, back when I was your age, like there wasn't any ABDL specific diaper brands. It was all like medical grade and you had to like find like the best medical grade. Um, and I just thought, I find that very fascinating, but I do think that like with the progression of um, the kink, that there's going to be a lot more um, acceptance 
because I think back in his day, back in like the late nineties, um, kink wasn't as out and about in the gay community as it is today because like, because the gay community right. wasn't out and about. Um, right. but I think as you know, we get more visibility, I think kink is going to get a lot more visibility as well. Dylan, I don't think I've ever asked you this. How did you become a pup? Oh, <laughs> okay. So I actually saw a diaper pup and I was like, I texted them. I was like, where did Yo. you see, where did you see them? Um, the most famous diaper um, website ever, Diaper Boys. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I saw them and they were from Las Vegas and I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's really cool. I I've never seen a hood like that. That's really, really cool. And they're like, oh, really? Like, yeah. And so, like, they were just talking to me and stuff. And then they came to Ohio because they were going from Las Vegas to North Carolina. And they dropped off all their pup stuff to me. And they're like, this is yours now. Oh, he gave you all the pup stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And so I was like okay wow so i so i started from there and so i originally had a black um hood mm -hmm. and then moved to a blue one and then now i have the most notorious one off the internet the blue and orange and silver with the black that's right that's the one that you have in all your pictures yes which brings back to that whole idea of that's why it's so important to have these spaces to explore in like i remember when tumblr came down came down like if, it's, if it was a mountain um you know when tumblr was threatening to get rid of all those uh pictures and stuff all like anything that was sexual or fetishized it was kind of like where do we go that's why these spaces are like so important to have if anyone agrees yeah. Yes. Sorry. I was thinking about dinner. I'm sorry. I was thinking about chicken nuggies. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think if I can jump in, I'm super curious because I was just thinking about how I feel really hesitant to put myself out there and really keep the side of me kind of hidden. And I think it's because my brain automatically does associate this kind of thing with fetish wear, even though it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Um, and I think just reevaluating like how I view it, but I think it's also because I think the public perception kind of is that it's kinky, it's kind of taboo, it's weird. Um, and I think that kind of just preoccupies my thoughts a lot of the time when I think about this like sort of conversation, basically. And I'm wondering what you all think about that, because I'm trying to see like how much I want to put myself out there based on what others kind of perceive this to be. Um, so for me, um... Like, my group, we'll all go on our, our pub hoods and stuff to, like, uh, different events, like, going to the mall and stuff. So, like, we went, like, Christmas shopping in our pub hoods, and we had actually tons of parents and, like, their kids, like, want to, like, take pictures with us and, like, give us hugs and stuff. And some of them, like, some of the parents were asked us questions, like, oh, well, why do you guys, like, wearing them? And so, like, you know, we were straight up honest. We're like, oh, you know, like, we, we think these are pretty cool and stuff, and, like, you know we just kind of want to just you know be ourselves and we've never really had any bad reactions from anybody like we had tons of uh store employees just tell us like literally they're like 
we don't understand that, but that's like fucking cool. Yeah. And so like, you know, we don't, you know, sons for pups and stuff. Like we don't we don't go like around going around barking at people or anything. We just do us and you know, just be ourselves in a respectful way. And so, you know, I'm always patting stuff. So like if somebody makes like a little like, you know, like a little pad joke to me or something, you know, I get really embarrassed, but nobody's really going to pick up on it. And like we're not running around and you know, just our pup hoods and diapers, you know, we're being, you know, model citizens, you know, in a sense. So I think they're like you have to understand like where to draw lines at, but still be able to like be you and be free. Right. And I don't know if this helps any questions you might have, but I know for myself, um, I usually, you know, if I'm on the weekends, I'll wear out in public. And, you know, I've, when I first started, I would think about like, oh gosh, can anyone hear, you know, me wearing? And then I just came to the realization that no one really cares. Uh, because one, they can't really hear you, right? Like, are, you know, they're not focused on you walking. So they're, it's not even on their radar to pick it up. But also, you know, when I used to live in San Francisco, I would go out in just a diaper in front of City Hall, uh, which, as we go back to context clues, probably isn't the most appropriate place for it. But it was me and this other ABDL, and we were doing photo shoot stuff, and we were very respectful. You know, we didn't, we weren't like right in the door holding up signs. We just kind of like went up, took our picture, walked away. And we got people who asked about it. They were like, oh, is, you know, is there a parade in town? <laughs> Or, you know, they would also ask, like, you know, what does it mean? Do you need them for um, medical reasons? And I think the more I think about it, I think it, and it goes back to the whole context clue. San Francisco is a very open city. It's very welcoming for all types of kinks and fetishes. So, of course, those questions came up of like, oh, you know, is it medical? Is it this? Is it that? Where I'm pretty sure if you wore out in public, let's say, I'm going to assume Dallas, Red Texas. Down in Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read, but I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Playzine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.